May the quickening and awakening of consciousness begin with you and your own personal evolution in higher consciousness. Thanks again for listening to Cosmic Love. Howdy, this is the Cosmic Cowboy with Cosmic Love for November 21st, 2020, and today it is my great pleasure to be interviewing David Christopher Lewis, who has just published an amazing book on angel visitations that he'll share with us today. Thank you, David, for being with us on Cosmic Love. Thank you, Christopher. My pleasure. It's great to be with you again. David, the sun just went into Sagittarius today, so this is a good time to bring some mental fire to a subject that I know is dear to a lot of Cosmic Love listeners. I, I think just about everyone on the spiritual path has some angel stories, and I've got one that I thought I'd share before I turn it over to you for a book review. Uh, one that just amazed me happened at Yellowstone Lake on my honeymoon. The car broke down, so I put the hood up and we still had just married painted on the back window my dear wife mary was an embodied angel to marry me with two small children and she talked to angels and she even commanded them so so mary went around some big rocks um, behind the car to invoke some angelic intercession and she was so loud and fiercely intense that i could clearly hear her fervent heart-rending pleading with archangel michael to help our new family well, soon after Mary returned, a, 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 a big blue van pulled up, and a big, burly, bearded guy jumped out and said, Hi, I'm Michael. Can I help you? <laughs> I kid you not. That, that really happened. Anyway, uh, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. You know, that's, that's one I remember. <laughs> Great. <laughs> So I, I bet you get a lot of people sharing their stories with this angel book. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, not a lot of other people's stories in this book. However, it's the age-old story of the angels' intercession in our lives and and then their messages for today. So the book is called Angels, 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 Messages for Today from Heavenly Friends. And um, uh, my experience reading it, you know, just tuning in, and of course, you know, the way I read a book, I, you know, to, to find time for reading anymore, as many videos as I've been vetting, trying to keep up with what's going on in the world, you know, for my regular show, um, I usually take a book like this and intuitively just go to different parts, open it up, you know, from the back to the front and from the, you know, from the middle out. And there was a lot of, a lot of, um, places in the book where call it synchronicity or serendipity or whatever there's just there's so much light there's just you know when i say cosmic fire angelic fire uh, i'm kind of a fiery being and i resonate with that and the resonance just i mean i basically was slipping the uh, surly bounds of time, <laughs> time and space different parts of that book which is you know of course um these angelic energies are coming from beyond, but you've got a real momentum of doing this now. I mean, you've been, what is it, you had like 700 of these angelic visitations over the last 16 years? Yeah, and, you know, some people ask, well, 
how does that manifest? Do they appear to me? Do they communicate? You know, obviously they communicate. They come telepathically, although I do see them occasionally, but more as energy beings rather than just like physical anthropomorphic forms. Uh And when they come, there's always this amazing divine frequency of love and and the empowerment and an infusion of divine grace is what it is. And, you know, I, I realized the other day there's a book by Malcolm Gladwell called The Outliers, and he shares that for various people like the Beatles or Bill Gates, when you spend 10,000 hours doing something, you get really good at it, right? So yeah. I realized when I was, you know, putting this book together that I'd spent at least over 10,000 hours praying in my life, you know, and probably double that. But when that happens, it does something magical. And the angels and divine beings, first of all, respond to the prayers. But then for those who are, you know, super dedicated to a path of light, they can actually come to you. And most people don't see them. Some of them do, you know, have flashes of illumination or, or whatever. But for me, it was a very beautiful, dynamic, yet very personal and original visitation from the Holy Spirit. And then the angels started coming later. And when the Holy Spirit came, it was just this electrifying experience of being in the, in the living presence of God, God as, as the Holy Spirit. And then and then the angels started coming, and, the, you know, we know some of the angels' names, and yet, in this book, there's 38 messages, many from angels who people have never heard of, because they gave me their names. And, and it, it's really a mystical book. It's a book for today, because the messages are very poignant for what is going on on the earth right now. I mean, if there's any time that we require help and assistance to overcome you know, this this drudgery energy of COVID-19 and, and the despair that people are feeling and even, you know, people committing suicide, it's now. So This is the time, yeah. And even last night we had a service, and who came? Archangel Gabriel and Hope. And I thought it was so cosmic that Hope came because I felt that that was the exact energy that we require now on our planet. Because a yeah. lot of people have kind of, you know, they're, they're giving up hope or they're wondering, you know, what is going on with our planet? What is going on with this, these lockdowns and wearing masks and all this? And, well, hope gave us the keys, and it was beautiful. And it was like, you know, raise your consciousness above the darkness. Come yeah. up in awareness into the heaven world where we exist. Commune with us. Pray to us. And we will download. We will give you the answers to your dilemmas. We will inspire you. And one really funny thing, today I was saying, well, what message could I give people about, like, the primary work of the angels? And the, and I saw the Geico, you know, commercial and the little... <laughs> so I said, well, what's this about? Geico, G-E-I-C-O. So they gave me the words, this is what the angels' primary work is. They guard, guide, and grace us. There's the G. They elevate, edify, and empower us. There is the E. They illumine, inspire, 
and initiate us, the I, they care for, they comfort, and they can even cure us, the C. They optimize our lives. They can ordain us with God awareness and light and love. And they even help us to organize our lives. So there's the O. And then they stuck on an S there. And <laughs> they surround us. They support us. They secure us. They shield us. They sanctify us. And they seal us in love and light. So uh, I well, thought, you know, if you remember Geico. <laughs> yeah. This is what the angels do. They're amazing beings, and they love us, and they cherish us as sons and daughters of God, and they bless us in their own bliss of beingness and God. They give us their own cosmic codes in the in the meantime, you know, like the like the Geico code. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they wow. do communicate directly, and there's over, well, like I said, 38 messages. There's 24 beautiful images by an artist named David Kyle in three places in the book, in the center, and then about a quarter of the way through and three-quarters of the way through. They're absolutely stunning images of his representation of what these angels could look like. And they are energy beings. They, they emanate great light, great power, but it's, it's divine power, and they emanate this awe-inspiring consciousness that that raises us up out of where we've been in duality into what you and I have called the unity field of beingness, which is cosmic love. And when we're in that field of energy, we it's like we are no longer just human. We really are morphing within and elevating into the divine worlds. And this is what you the know, angels I, teach us to do. I, I've, um, I've, I've thought a lot about, you know, where, where where do our thoughts come from? You know, I mean, you know, are they our thoughts sometimes? I mean, and when I say this, uh, I have this thing about positioning in, in marketing, in which I do do some. I've got into it over the years, kind of like I've got into the spiritual path, but, you know, of course, it's a secular path. But I, one of the things I've learned is it's called positioning, to the extent that you position yourself um with any field, you know, um, the flow of create the creator's energy through any system acts to organize that system. And in terms of the, the angelic field, sometimes I really believe that, you know, what we think are our thoughts are we're, we're, we really are being overshadowed and inspired, you might say. And there's a co-creation, you know, with ourselves. And to the extent that we position ourselves with the masters and the angels, they position themselves, their presence, their spirit, with us it's like as above so below you know we tune to the, we tune to them for guidance and they provide it right yeah and the guidance always comes with kind of an energetic spark that yeah. that impels us higher and really within more i would say to go within because that's where the kingdom of god is inside of ourselves and when we actually you know pray and meditate we can access angelic intercession in our lives. We can participate with them in doing spiritual work of all kinds through our prayers. It was funny because I was in a spiritual organization for 30 years, and we did a lot of praying, but I didn't really meditate as much. Well, Jesus came to me before the angels started coming, and he said, every morning, meditate. 
meditate. And I, I was wondering, you know, why exactly? And it's because I needed to get into a more passive or receptive mode in order to receive the teachings, the inspiration, oh. guidance that the masters and the angels would provide. And if I was always talking to God but not listening, then I couldn't hear what God had to say. So I thought that was really yep. interesting. So there same you with go. The, that, that's yeah. uh, that's strategic positioning again. You were positioning yourself with listening grace. <laughs> right. You know, in Catholicism, I grew up Catholic, and Catholicism, they talk about the nine choirs of angels, although it's, it's an, kind of a catechism thing, but it's not really known by everybody that much. But I did a little research for this book, and, you know, we've heard of the seraphim, the cherubim, the thrones, dominions, powers, principalities, virtues, and then the archangels, and then the regular angels. These are the nine choirs, and they each have a function. They each have, like, a responsibility. And so in this book, you know, after doing a, an amazing amount of research and everything I could find on the subject, the masters and the angels actually came and elucidated much more and illumined that, the teaching that was there with progressive revelation for today. So this section, like Chapter 2, on the nine choirs itself is just a beautiful teaching that I think anyone who would like to work with angels would be, you know, very um, refreshed by because it gives us pause to consider that we can communicate with all these different choirs and command them into action in the name of God, in the name I am that I am, in the name of Jesus, and and they actually go and do spiritual work for us and for the planet, and they can intercede on behalf of cultures, peoples, uh, nations, elections, you know, you name it. And it's amazing to understand that everything can be influenced by the divine in an orderly, harmonic, and beautiful way, and the angels are these intercessors that God, or messengers that God sends to us, to up-picture God's will upon the earth, but we have to give them permission to act by invite, inviting them, invoking them. We, they can't intercede unless we invite them or invoke them or pray to them, and that's the way and, it works. And there's a, a, a principle that the more intense and fervent the invocation, the greater the resonance, you know, with, at, at higher, I think, at higher octaves, as I understand it, uh, whereby, you know, like the, the call to truly, fiery call truly compels the answer. Just like your wife, Mary, when she made that call. It was yeah, answered oh, yeah. instantly. Yeah. Yep. The fervent, yep. the fervent call of a righteous man, you know, availeth much, something like that. Um, or a righteous woman, yeah. <laughs> yeah, or a woman. <laughs> a very righteous woman. Oh, very righteous but yeah, there's the yeah, um, there's it's the miracle I I really believe of uh, of um, revelation uh, that we're seeing now and and it, the intensity right now of uh, the revelations. Of course, that's kind of my job as the host of Cosmic Love and the shows I've been doing and the and the uh, exposés I've been doing on what's really going on that's not reported in the mainstream media. You know what's really what's going on with you know basically the. The, you know the whole thing with the the COVID and and the um, 
Well, you know, the civilization right now is in a really it's the darkest stage, you know, before Aquarius. And it's the same thing with community building. Any real community building process, the last stage um, is chaos right before it comes into order. Of course, we know the universe is in divine order, you know, from the, the nine choirs of angels to, I mean, the fractal order of the holographic universe. It's all in perfect order. Um, but the cycles we go through as humans is, is sometimes, you know, the light brings up all that's unlike itself, and we got the whole Piscean ages and the dregs of Pisces that are right on the surface. You know, it's like the, the refiner's fire is the fire of, uh, you know, the Aquarian uh, energies, and of course, it's just being the, just as we've gone into Sagittarius today, a fire sign, I thought this was a really good time to, you know, bring a little fire to the subject and of course, again, you know, light brings up all unlike itself, but it, it transmutes it. It's like the alchemical fire. It's like you, the, the boiling metal, you know, the, the slag comes to the surface and you skim it off. Well, the, I think this is what goes on with the, the, and the angels in our lives. The angels, you know, basically bring to our awareness that there are no political solutions to human problems. There's only spiritual solutions <laughs> to human problems. Political, you know, human Human solutions only compound human problems, so we really need, you know, that angelic presence that, yeah, the kingdom consciousness is within us. You know, we're in the universe, and the universe is in us. You know, the kingdom of heaven is kingdom, the kingdom consciousness, you know, the keys of the internalization of God consciousness is within us. And I, I, get, I get excited when I hold this book because there's just, the light is so concentrated you know, there's there's so much when I say fire, that spirit, you know, that spirit fire of the the presence of angels. It just reminds us. I think this book's going to be under a lot of Christmas trees, and there's going to be a lot of young adults, um, you know, get this book and just, you know, if, if they're, you know, you know, young adults, you know, they're they're not quite adults yet, but they're not children anymore. They're kind of at that stage where they're in between worlds, you know, and they. They like to separate themselves out from their parents because they want to be their own people. But at the same time, you know, they they want to, you know, you know, they're they're looking for basically, you know, how they can optimize this experience of life. I think there's so much in this book to anchor, uh, you know, someone that's really on the path, uh, you know, that doesn't consider themselves maybe religious, but really is spiritual, and they're their pure intention, their focused intention with love's retention for ascension and the fifth dimension of, you know, full comprehension. I'm getting into my cosmic <laughs> rap there. <laughs> well, speaking of the Holy Spirit, there's a, there is a lot of fire in this book. There's a section on the nine choirs and the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. And this was a beautiful teaching that actually occurred this year, earlier this year. I was dumbfounded by it, actually. Well, maybe I should say I was enlightened by it. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, was, I, re I remember that when that was brought forth on the Nine Choirs of Angels. I, I tuned into that, and I, I was really struck by that. That really, you know, that, that made a huge difference in my life. I remember, because I'd always knew there was something to it, but I didn't know what it was, you know, the Nine Choirs. And yeah, that really, so, yeah. And so the Holy Spirit gave this teaching about, you know, kind of court, uh, collaborating or coordinating between the two or, or, you know, having a, a relationship between the nine choirs and nine gifts. And these gifts, I've, I've prayed for these gifts for, you know, 30, 40 years. And it's funny, when you pray that much for something, you start receiving it. And so the, the main gift that I was given was the gift of 
clear audience, which is in the in the Catholic tradition is called uh, it's called uh, locution, where God's representative or the Holy Spirit can actually communicate telepathically. So that's how they they gave me all these messages. They're beautiful. In the back of the book, we have different prayers and songs. There's different appendices of different rosaries that they inspired upon me. One's called the Rosary of Faith. And these beings who are feminine archangels are called archaei. So we learn their names, and we pray to them. And and then they revealed all these other angels that I had never heard of. And we have a, a rosary called the Rosary of Divine Quintessence. Now, when you think of rosaries, you think of Catholics. But these are New Age words that are above, you know, sin, disease, you know, and sinner and disease and death and all that stuff. This is this is about empowerment, life, and Aquarian love. So it's really pretty powerful, and there's angels' names that, you know, Verity is, is the angel of truth, gave a powerful message. There's, there's a, a being who's we understand as the son of Archangel Michael and his his uh, twin flame faith, and his name is Micah. Well, we never heard anything about who Micah's, you know, uh, compatriot was. Well, her name is Unity, so Micah and Unity, and huh. that made a lot of sense to me because you know he is an angel of Unity and of uniting people toward one holy cause. There is an angel of joy whose name is Levity, and that makes sense to me. <laughs> Yeah, the so, name and the flame. The name and the flame are the same. <laughs> yeah, and on the cover of the book is a magnificent representation of this angel that we had heard of years ago in another organization called Justinius, and he's the captain of the Seraphic Host. So he is like overshining these other angels and their images on the cover, and boy, was his message powerful. He says, "Accept yourself as a starry being." This day and every day. That's the title of his message. So he's, each a fiery, message is, he's a fiery angel, yeah. And then there's one that, you know, there is a, a whole ser- TV series called Touched by an Angel with Roma Downey. Oh, yeah. And, and um, there is this angel of death, right? The guy who would come before somebody was called home to hopefully heaven, right? Yeah. And in the, in the series, you know, he had, a, he had kind of his own name, but... This angel's name is Azrael, but instead of calling him the angel of death, the master said, well, he would prefer to be called the angel of the transition, because there really is no death. It's, yeah. not, it's not a true death. It's, it's a transition from one plane to another. So I really like the fact that they kind of renamed his title, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Azrael. Yeah, re- re- reposition the name in the flame. Yeah. So the, um, you know, some people ask, well, what's the core message? And I think, you know, on the back cover it says, angels are beautiful, bright beings of light whose charge is to amplify the feelings and the divine emotions of God. They are also messengers of God who deliver to mankind guidance, hope, and understanding, as well as graces, virtues, and blessings. They inspire us, assist us, and raise our consciousness. They save us from peril and danger. They are our servitors and our wonderful divine friends, always available to us. So, you know, befriending the angels is a great collaborative 
alchemy. Because yeah. when we befriend them and we are friendly toward them and they become very friendly with us, miracles can happen. And little miracles and big miracles. And, and I think a lot of us have little miracles that happen all the time and we take them for granted. We don't realize yeah. that it could have been as a result Angels of some angelic intercession. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, I have a testimonial for um, um, that that whole, for what I call a positioning strategy, you know, it's like an ongoing um, uh, attunement as far as listening, listening and, and expectation, you know, like uh, expectation and anticipation that um, this day, you know, I will be an instrument of whatever I mean, graces would use me in spite of myself. <laughs> You know, there's, that's that's kind of you know like going to work in the morning and you know sitting down and at the computer and basically getting uh, organized is 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 that I think you know, that, that beginning with meditation and getting centered and connected, um, you know, and and just kind of tuning into, okay, um, okay, God, you know, here here I am, use me, you know, and, and, it's, and it's positioning. It's and, and I really think that whatever you put your, you know, pure, in, pure intention, you know, focuses attention. Um, and, of course, the love retention, you know, is really the, the key to ascension, to create a moment-to-moment, -moment, to create momentum so that you've got basically, you know, wind in your sails, you know, where, whatever frequency you're focusing on, you know, and, of course, the whole spirit of, of so my understanding of the Holy Spirit is love in action, um, and the, which is the power of love, which is the violet flame. You know, love is pink and action is blue, and blue and pink are violet, and, and that is the Holy Spirit. And, and it is a process of basically tuning into that and, 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 and that, that frequency as infrequently. You know, the, the more frequent, like your thousands of hours in prayer, uh, your momentum of devotion. Uh, it got to the point where the, the the masters, the angels, started using you. I think, in, in spite of yourself, <laughs> until you right. until you got the habit, you know. Yeah, uh, they were probably calling. They were probably calling me to do this work a long time before I actually started doing it. But you know, you're you're humble and you're timid and you're yeah. You know, you just try to. I wasn't someone that wanted any public notice or anything like that. It was just, but when yeah. you're called at a certain point and, you know, you got to answer, otherwise they go to somebody else and you miss the opportunity. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, well you, the, you, message, you, you, the message for today, I think, is for people to have hope and to, to have faith and belief in something more sublime, more divine, than just what they're seeing through the media, the mass media, which I think is controlled. And when you optimize the opportunities to commune with the divine world, it brings a whole new energy and dynamic into play where you can rise above all of that mass consciousness and participate in these beautiful alchemies. And, and as co-creators, which we've shared many times in past um, you know, sessions that we've had together on Cosmic Love, 
co-creativity is the key to the new age. And yeah. the angels the angels are part of this co-creativity. They they would like to be involved in our alchemies and our prayers and our and and they 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 desire to be sent on missions. You know, there's this amazing sadhu who's from India, but he's in the United States and he's a Christian preacher now. And I remember watching a video of him where he said that this gigantic angel, like a general angel, would come to him and said, "Ready for your orders, sir." You know, <laughs> and he would, huh. you know, he was waiting for the command to go and do some work on behalf of God. But it took it took someone in an embodiment to actually tell him what to do. So he he huh. became like a general, telling all these angels what to, where to go and what to do. It was it was amazing. Wow. So we can well, do the I, same thing, you know, and they actually say in here that they don't mind being involved in things that we may think are trivial, like if you're having a problem, like I was having a problem connecting my backhoe to my John Deere tractor, you know, and, you know, because there's this thing that you have to do, and it has, you know, the valve or the, 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 the thing has to be exactly fitted perfectly. And I was just having the hardest time getting it on there by myself. And finally, I just surrendered and said a little prayer. And sure enough, like three seconds later, it just like popped in. And I'd struggled oh. with this for like 20 minutes, you know. So it's like, why didn't I pray sooner? <laughs> yeah. And yeah, there, there we go. In spite of ourselves, you know, our best, our best efforts without without divine intercession, you know, we. We tend to basically stick our feet in our mouths too much. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I guess our well, toes are always clean then, right? Yeah. yeah. If you like toe jam, but you know, anyway, I, I try to I maintain, maintain, you know, even with all the worldly problems, you know, maintaining above the fray, and without getting, you know, might might say frayed by the intense negative energy the fear porn and all this stuff in the world right now you know basically being above the fray um and maintaining you know what i call the momentum of the power of 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 love and basically living in grace uh to where you know it's like the, the eye of the hurricane you know you you keep centered and connected and it all swirls around you but it's you know, if, if if we remember who's really in control, you know, the, how everything is in divine order, and we have to basically, you know, be that sentinel, you know, positioning with that harmony and order, you know, of, of the large. Otherwise, we get off center and we get caught up in the hurricane, you know, we and the winds. We get frayed big time, and and uh, so being philosophically correct when when telling the truth is politically incorrect um you know is is a big test i mean you know it's it's the, this is this is the test that's best i don't think there was ever a time you know in human evolution to have such opportunity you know with the, with the challenges to basically you know to overcome you know all the old momentums and we're talking about again the dregs of pisces you know the whole you know the the previous age, we're we're on the cusp of a whole new age, and there's a community building. And of course, you know, Aquarius is community; it's unity and diversity. And we're 
we're right on the cusp of that. And like the again, the final stage before we come into real, real community, real unity and diversity is typically chaos. And this is according to you know Dr. Scott Peck and his classic on community building world waiting to be born you know and uh, i've been through enough of these community building processes to know that you know whether an education community or a political community or religious community any community you know the last stage before real unity is typically you know the one form of chaos or another and we're we're right there now i mean this is i think it's now we're going through what the the american colonies went through you know, when when uh, Pluto, Jupiter, and Saturn were in Capricorn, you know, in the same position, what, 200 and so many years ago during the American Revolution? But now it's a global affair. It's, you know, it's like the United Sovereigns of Earth are coming into a new unity and diversity. And we've got this instant, instant everywhere, interactive uh, telecommunications capabilities where we're, you know, we're already a global, the family of mankind is a global village in principle, but, you know, in in practical, what we hear in the media, it's like it's all divided in wars all over, and and we've well, got. Well, I think yeah, yeah, I think we actually are in a battle of Armageddon. I think it is the third oh, yeah. world war, but it's more subtle with with the battle for our minds and our wills, yep. and bodies, yep. actually, our DNA. There yeah. is interest on page nineteen of the book. I just have to read this. All of the nine choirs of angels may be called into action to participate and the great battle of Armageddon as it is being waged today, as they do their part to intercede in the affairs of mankind with directness and intrepid courage, we may be emboldened to also do our part to bring about the kingdom of God upon earth. Remember Jesus' words upon being confronted and arrested in the garden of Gethsemane. Thinkest now, thou, that I cannot now pray to my Father, and he shall presently give me more than twelve legions of angels. Wow. So this amazing verse infers that Jesus often prayed for the intercession of angels, even legions of angels, to fulfill wow. God's will in his life and mission. So what I do a lot when I'm traveling around is I make these really fiery prayers, and I say, in the name of Jesus, I call for 10,000 legions of angels to descend into the earth and take command of the situation with the elections, take command of 5G and AI, take command of the whole stra strategy of the deep state to enslave us as automatons and to transition us into these robotic beings through what their plans are. Take command of BG and, uh, and all these others and take command of, of their attempt to inject us with the, this, uh, you know, this so-called vaccine that's going to cure this so-called disease. We, I demand and I command now the exposure of all those behind it. I demand and I command in the name of the Christ, in the name of Jesus, that, the, that all shall be revealed, the truth will come out, people will make their higher choices, and that the, the will of God shall reign supreme. Something like that. So yeah. when you call to 10,000 legions, you know how many angels that is? That's a lot no. of angels. And they, they <laughs> actually, when you pray like that, you know, but a little more intense than I did tonight, it, it has its impact. And they do actually do things in our world because we've invited them. So I encourage your listeners to actually 
go out on a limb like Shirley MacLaine and, and you know, make fiery fiats, we call them. These are like power prayers. And invoke these angels. And I don't care if it's 20,000 legions or 100,000 legions, but there's, there's numberless numbers of angels ready to act, but we have to give them the authority to do so. So whatever your problem is, family problems, you know, community problems, planetary problems, just give it to God, but give it to the angels and watch the hand of the Lord, the hand of God act in the world of form in which we live through the intercession of these mighty beings who love us, appreciate those who pray, and can can then intercede because we gave them the authority to act. Yeah. Yep. They're, uh, so there's they're... no problem that they can't deal with. And so we don't have any excuse any longer. We have the power to to overcome every obstacle, every problem in the world, but we just... We can't say that we don't, can't do it. We have to believe that God is greater than all of this, and the Holy Spirit, and and the, the ascended masters. So, you know, I don't know. I, I try to inspire people to have faith, have hope, and have love, charity, of course. And by releasing the light through these impassioned prayers and calls, or if you're a meditator, seeing it in silent, deep con contemplative meditation, that works too, but you still have to consciously invoke them in your mind, at least. Then they can act. Then they can intercede. And it's a miracle. And miracles do happen. Oh, I believe that. Yeah. And we're, we're back to that same point of, uh, to the extent that we basically position the, the victory or, you know, claim the victory, you know, see the victory. And, and give it some energy, you know, you know, and, and, you know, invoke it, you know, affirmation, confirmation, determination, integration. I mean, there's a process in all four quadrants of manifestation, you might say, of, of, um, of actualizing, you know, energy, making, you know, making it so. And, you know, right. the, the, the determination, you know, I, I, I think it really comes back to, you know, we, you know, we we do we do we everyone's doing the best that they can for their prevailing awareness. I mean, everyone is. I mean, people may be out to lunch as far as cosmic law goes, but everyone in their own mind is doing the best they can. And under the free will, in a free will universe, you know, we you have to respect, in a sense, everyone's free will to to do the best they can, but. There is a process, you know, for initiates that they they will they they work to initiate uh, their positioning, you might say, with the presence, you know, that there is, they call it their own higher self or their own, you know, Christ self or their I am presence. Uh, there is a positioning with that that you know you go to the Father, you know, that you might say higher power to um, to just to, to get perspective and and step it down, and to the extent that we position uh, with that i mean it really is comes down to the civilization right now won't find a a political solution or a human solution to all these human political problems that they really really must sooner or later turn to divine uh, right. solutions yeah well, i was and, watching and, david wilcock and daniel brinkley the other night and of uh -huh. course daniel you know died four times came back and the the first time he died from 
uh, being electrocuted by lightning and then came back, he had been to heaven, and these divine beings, I think there were like 13 of them, gave him these 12 boxes, I think. And the 12th one, or I don't know, maybe there's more, but the 12th one had to do with what's going on right now with health care. And he said the final battle for our freedom would involve health care. And, and so what's happening now? They're trying to manipulate everything so we're disempowered to, to re, you know, be required to have government-mandated injections into our body, potentially with little, little chips that then they can track us and, and manipulate us. And it sounds yeah. weird, sounds, you know, <laughs> uh, Orwellian, yet this is what we've been told, and I've seen it. I've actually seen from the angel's eyes the laboratories where they're making these chips and they're very small, tiny, they can go into our blood. And not that we're fearful about this, but we just cannot partake of this, you know, garbage. And so Daniel was right, and the solution is that we wake up, we're aware of the plans, the strategies, and that we make the prayer, we make the call, and then we do our spiritual work, we rise above it, and we build community, as you're saying. We have to work together and build these sacred both spiritual and physical communities to, you know, to bring in the golden crystal age. We, we can't do it alone. We have to work with others. And, and people need a sense of the urgency. Um, the, 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 the urgency right now, it is so critical. We're talking about actually the survival of the human race as humans rather than transhumans. And one thing that, I know from a lot of research on this subject and, you know, vetting a lot of videos the last several years and articles on, on this is that th- these nanoparticles that they're talking about, you know, the military um, is involved with developing these vaccines because they, they developed a whole, uh, you know, with the secret space program and other things that I've followed, they, they use nanoparticles to go through the whole human body and this, these vaccines have nanoparticles that do this. And what the nanoparticles do in the super soldiers, they it actually they can connect them through the through the 5G. They can connect them with supercomputers, and and they can actually resonate and, and control the body of these super soldiers. And, and when I say that, there's all kinds of, of of powers, so to speak, transhuman powers, you know, that um, that they use with these nanoparticles in the 5G. But it, it corrupts the DNA in the process. It deranges the DNA, and the DNA is the transceiver with higher octaves of, you know, five, five, fifth dimension and, and beyond. So when they go screwing up the transceivers, the DNA, um, with the 5G, it's like it basically, it makes, it creates a transhuman that's no longer human and no longer divine. It is like there's no future. They start injecting this into people. They will, they will lose their soul connection with their higher self and with the angels. You know, right. so this is really, it's a really a, a critical issue. I mean, DARPA's been involved with this nanoparticle, um, uh, you know, re-engineering of the human um, energy field because the whole body's energetic and the nanoparticles with the 5G, they can just basically get in there and take over in different ways. And it's, I mean, it's really, this is no longer, you know, um, a divine solution to human problems. This is getting into... A whole other field that you know, the urgency right now is to stop this and to wake people up, and I think it's going to happen. I think in the 
larger cosmic scheme of things, you know, the victory's already been won. But this is the classic battle, and it's the hero's journey right now to say, you know, this far and no further, and to wake people up in, in, in a very, you know, diplomatic way. And, of course, that's always the test, you know, how you speak with the gift of tongues, so to speak, and to, to a, with such sensitivity to other person's learning style or hearing style that it's as if they were speaking to themselves, you know? Right. Yeah. Well, it is a dance of the hours. It's a... Uh, it's a dance, yep. The panurythmy of spirit. <laughs> these, Life these, is the dance. These panurythmy <laughs> steps are very angelic. Uh, they awakening, are. Awakening, reconciliation, giving, ascending, elevating, opening, liberating, clapping, purifying, flying... I mean, yeah. you know, the master, uh, Peter Dunoff, and then Omran Mikhail Ivanov have given us so many keys, and and we in the Heart Center, you know, this this book is sponsored by the Heart Center community and movement, and people can get the book on our website, heartcenter.org, and there's a link right on the homepage to the book. It's 1995, published by Meru Press, which is our publishing arm, and I like to thank our staff for just producing an amazing, amazing book that I think will, is a game changer. It's something that if there's brand new revelation you won't find anywhere else, teachings, names of angels that you won't find anywhere else on the planet. And these archangels of the five crystal rays bring these frequencies that are very Aquarian in nature, and they themselves, these crystal frequencies, are powerful and can actually help us transcend the human into the divine if we know how to use our heart chakras and all of our chakras righteously and beautifully, reverently and holily to to um, invoke this light from the source that descends into our being, illumines us, enlightens us, empowers us, inspires us so that we can really participate together as one to bring in this beautiful Aquarian age. So I, I hope your listeners and friends will consider checking out the book, Angels, Angels, Angels. I'm sorry to promote it, but that's kind of the purpose of this, this call tonight. We got in, into some pretty interesting talk about conspira- you know, so-called conspiracy stuff, which really is not conspiracy. It's real. I mean, I, everything you said, I vouch for. So, yeah. because I've seen it too, both spiritually and, you know, through my research. So, I just, you know, the thing is, though, we can't fear, because fear is the antithesis of love. Your show is yeah. cosmic love. We cannot yeah. fear what they are projecting as what will occur. We can't fear. You know, I've, re- yeah. I've written letters to the editor about the whole mask thing, and I think it's ridiculous that people are forced to wear masks because they don't do much. They don't do anything, really, or very yeah. little. Well, and, very little. Yeah. But it's fear. It's all fear, you know, so that's what they're projecting. That's a Piscean, old, outworn paradigm yep. Yep. to go through cosmic love. That's the dregs that are on the surface, and, of course, fearless faith uh, neutralizes uh, faithless fear. <laughs> right, right. And, and I, you know, the, back to the crystal angel resonance thing, you know, the, we're mostly water, and, of course, the water is a tetrahedral crystal. It's a tetrahedral right. structure that holds frequency. 
so the resonance with the the, the crystal frequencies of the the, you know, the angelic president presence when we're in our right mind so to speak you know, we have this natural resonance and you know i think when people you know are really healthy uh, they have that wholeness you know the word health wholeness holy they all the same word derivative it's an anglo-saxon word how that means you know sound or whole and when you're of sound mind and body the whole or holy spirit dwells within you and that's you know that resonance you know with you know the presence of you know multiple dimensions of angels are around us and i think that's the initiation that's going on and i really think the book and i i thought it was great that you got the book where you can order get a discount for order several of them because this is a great gift that you know for giving you know relatives nephews nieces you know you know for christmas just because it's anchors so much light and you know who knows you know who's going to basically uh, really accelerate you know take a quantum leap into you know their their own higher you know presence you know through just tuning into the book and, and, and you know there's just so many there's so many thought forms and resonance um, spin-offs you know in the in the book so yeah I'm 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 excited about it I'm looking forward to getting several to send out you know the to specific you know relatives I'm thinking about because you know it brings it into the physical you know the, everyone's attention that goes on this book and the, the beautiful images and the thought forms and the whole concept of we're not alone, you know. We're not talking about alien presence. We're talking about angelic presence. We're not alone in the universe, and and uh, they're they are our friends. And and the idea is to basically friend them, you know, uh, with you know uh, the, that heart resonance connection. You know, more light and love, easier and faster. So yeah. So the book David, is, this is yeah three hundred forty four pages. As you said, if you get three or more books, you get a discount per. For the books, if you get five books, you basically get the fifth one free because it's twenty bucks off, and the book's nineteen ninety-five. So, yeah, I encourage your listeners and friends to check it out and uh, and give it, like you said, give it away as Christmas gifts. Yeah, it'd be good. You know, there's there's definitely Christmas angels in here. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, David, thank you so much. I'm so grateful for you coming on the show today. I'm sure a lot of pre people appreciate this, you know, with their own angel stories. And I'm sure this is going to be a um, this is going to be a, the, the initiation of a cycle with where these angels are going to be stepping through the veil and laying the foundation for a golden age. So here's to it. You know, let's let's keep the faith, see the good, and make it so. Thanks, David. You're welcome. Thank you, Christopher. Happy trails to you until we meet again. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to this presentation on Cosmic Love. I hope you have enjoyed receiving this as much as I have enjoyed giving it. There is a new relationship with all humanity that is maturing with the new synchronicity of instant everywhere interactive net reality. Cosmic love is the heart of this synchronicity. Tools and processes that empower the wisdom of cosmic love is the purpose of the Worldwide Love Foundation. The family of man is now making a quantum leap into a new consciousness as never before in history. Our awareness as humankind is expanding and the Internet reflects that multidimensional expansion of consciousness into new realms of omniscience, omnipresence, and omnipotence in the power of cosmic love. 
This has huge implications. The more information we have, the greater the need to get it all in order. The more knowledge power we have, the greater the need for the wisdom of cosmic love. That should be common sense, and it's time to make common sense more common. If you agree that the American Revolution was huge for freedom and opportunity in the world, look what's happening to the whole world now. A new connection with cosmic love is positioning the golden rule, law, language for a golden age in our spirit, our minds, our hearts, and the soul of humanity. We're on the threshold of a global revolution that is awakening the angels of our better nature. Let's be honest and reason together. Cosmic love has always been the golden rule, law, language for every golden age in cosmic history. Some things don't change. Only the ability of the human mind to grasp the full implications of the world in which we now live. That has changed with the Internet, and like an adolescent who is not an adult yet, but not a child either, the Internet is now installed, operational, and ready to take our personal and planetary consciousness to the next level. That would be cosmic love, and the foundation principles for this is the love model, a universal law language interface for net reality that represents the five-dimensional intelligence that can fulfill a global revolution in higher consciousness. Check it out for yourself. See how it works. Consider the role you can play and how you can benefit. The sooner you get the vision of this cosmic love thing, the sooner you can profit from a wholly new economy that will transform all our social networks with extraordinary abundance of everything held sacred by free people worldwide. There is a new intelligence that is defining and refining humanity's evolutionary ascent. The higher the intelligence of universal cosmic love, the greater the results. The gateway to higher consciousness is, in fact, the language of consciousness. The five-dimensional intelligence that cosmic love frames in form and frequency, as in frequently. Once you get it, how the Holy Spirit of love and action can heal our individual and collective conscience. It will become self-evident how cosmic love can nurture and culture the net reality that brings a Holy Spirit to the collective consciousness of humanity. Love heals all, always has, always will. The more cosmic and universal the vision of love, the greater the results. Welcome to the opportunity. It's time to link the light workers who are love makers. The internet now provides this opportunity for extraordinary synchronicity as will empower wisdom with cosmic love. Someone had to do it. Now you can. Network for the net worth of this new net reality. You have the vision now before you. What you do with it can change your world and the world at large. We are all co-creators in the cosmic scheme of cosmic love. The great spirit of great love is the great opportunity that genuine freedom gives all of us. Heaven knows that there is nothing more valuable than the vision of cosmic love that has found its time. Experience the Worldwide Love Foundation in your consciousness, being, and world. Care enough to share this vision of great opportunity. Step into the circle of global connection as you center and connect with the five-dimensional intelligence of cosmic love that provides the cultural DNA for a golden age on Earth. 
Miracles happen when cosmic love is conceived, believed, and achieved. You are that miracle when you become the cosmic love you want to see in the world. Own this vision as your own. Embrace the intrinsic virtue of cosmic love. Make the vow to do what you can because you can. Claim the victory for all mankind aspiring to live as kind men. Here's to winning from the beginning of a global revolution that will finish worldwide with the great experiment and representative government gave humanity with the American Revolution. Heaven on earth is virtually in your hands. Do you want the keys to the kingdom? Are you ready to assemble the components to the capstone of cosmic love vision? Discover the five-dimensional intelligence that will empower your own virtually untapped gifts and talents. Consider how you can make a difference, if not the difference. It's your life, your world. Take command. Give cosmic love the chance that you want for all mankind. Now you can. See for yourself. Do it for cosmic love, and heaven knows cosmic love will bless your life far beyond this one. Sooner or later, what goes around comes around. You can call that good karma, or the justice of cosmic law, or just the blessings of cosmic love. It's the same thing. The abundant life is born in abundant love. The more cosmic that love, the more abundant is your life. Personally, I can't think of anything better to do, and I hope you feel the same way. So keep in touch with cosmic love. It only gets better as you pay attention. This is how cosmic love works. Pay attention because attention pays in ways that make cosmic love the new currency for global peace and prosperity. Your attention is your consciousness. The next economy for planetary civilization will pay attention to the value of virtue, the virtue of cosmic love. The family of man in our global village must be connected to this one virtue. We must pay attention to the first principles of higher consciousness if we are to transcend the old paradigms of scarcity consciousness that scarcity economics has created. This is the whole point of cosmic love. We won't heal our personal and planetary problems with the same consciousness that created the problems. The best hope for humanity is the charity of goodwill among mankind. This is the charity of cosmic love in action. This is the Holy Spirit of cosmic love in man that raises mankind with loving kindness. I hope you appreciate this message and share it with others. That may be just your circle of influence with family and friends, or it may be every news group or blog on the Internet where lightworkers and enlightened netizens, global citizens, hang out. By the grace of cosmic love, enough good people will do enough soon enough to quickly turn the tide of global consciousness from the paradigm of scarcity to the paradigm of abundance that cosmic love cultures. May the quickening and awakening of consciousness begin with you and your own personal evolution in higher consciousness. Thanks again for listening to Cosmic Love.